I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I'm Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and joining me in the studio is Sahil Mehta, a mountaineer and life coach, and the author of Break Free. During our conversation, Sahil recounts a pivotal moment with a doctor that triggered a shift towards a disciplined and fulfilling life, emphasizing on the significance of vulnerability. Tune in to be inspired by his life-changing story on the Habit Coach Podcast and embark on a journey of your own personal transformation. Sahil, such a welcome. pleasure to be here. Thank you. We were planning this for a while, so I'm so happy that you're here. Sahil, tell us a little bit about yourself. Fantastic. People often ask me where are you from. You know, that's usually a, a question that a lot of people ask. And I tell them you want the short answer or the long answer. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the short answer is I'm a global citizen. And the reason why I say that is Indian descent, born and raised in Belgium, lived in five countries across three continents, and everywhere that I've lived, they've told me you're an outsider. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, but they just said, you know, they they know like you're not from here. Mm. And so if no place in the world accepts me as one of them, then I just say, okay, the world is my home. Mm. And so that's why I call myself a global citizen. Apart from that, engineering, logical mind, you know, went into investment banking because I thought money was everything when I first started uh, my work career. Quickly realized that that's not necessarily the case. Yes, money can give you lots of things, but at what expense? You know, and over there, when you're busting your uh, yourself hours and hours, getting few hours of sleep every night, a lot of weekends even disappearing, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? So anyway, got into entrepreneurship, um, had my own business, worked with my father. Things were chugging along in life, I would say. You know, on the outside, when people look, they're like, ah, this guy's got a pretty good life. He's he's working. He lives in a nice home, drives a nice car, family, kids. You know, the, that dream, all the quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. But something was missing. And I couldn't quite know what it was. And I don't know if you've ever gone through this experience where it's not big enough to maybe seek help through a doctor or otherwise but it's enough that it's broken record, but it's not very loud, right? Mm. So it's just there. And just to give you an example, I was bloated a lot. Mm. I was waking up with a heavy head. My nose was blocked every morning when I woke up. I would be having digestive issues. But I said, uh, it's, it's me, accept it. That's a normal part of life. Here's a normal part of life. And it's only when I joined an organization which taught us to be more open, to be more vulnerable, because by being vulnerable, people can understand what you're going through and then share relevant stories from their life that might help you along the way. I started to open up. And next thing I know, after doing some consultations, I'm highly deficient in a couple of vitamins. And when I say highly, I mean dangerously low. You know, the doctor even said, Sile, I think you're running on adrenaline. Mm. Like, I don't know how you're sitting in front of me speaking right now. That's based on the charts. Right. And I know many people from the Indian subcontinent probably, you know, uh, relate to this, but D3 and B12, right? right specifically. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you you have those ranges on mm-hmm. the blood report. You were like in the close to zero part. I was off the chart. <laughs> <laughs> That's why dangerously low. Mm. And I also found out that I was highly intolerant to certain foods. Mm. And, but when I supplemented with the vitamins and I removed the things that were harming me, oh my God, my body just transformed. Energy came back. I wasn't bloated. Uh, I lost a lot of body fat because everything was just functioning better. Waking up fresh, it's a game changer. Mm. And so when people say, wow, you know, you used to love these things. How did you maintain it? I said, I know how good I feel today. Yeah. 
and there's no way I want to go back to how I felt before. But that was just the body. Then, you know, I started uncovering that relationships were good, not great. Hmm. And it's so easy to kind of slip things under the carpet, hoping that they won't be uncovered again, or things will just automatically get better. But the reality, Arshdin, is that, as you know, it all keeps piling up. It keeps piling up. And at some point, it comes out in different forms, mm. right? Health issues, which was happening with me, anger, distance. And yeah, I realized that I had to face it. I had to face all the things that I was running away from. Mm. I had to stop, stop running and say, it's time to face the fire. At least that's what I thought it was in my head. Mm. You thought it was a fire that you yeah. had to face. Yeah, because yeah. mm. it, it feels scary. Mm -hmm. You know, in my case, the mask that was most dominant in my life was the mask of pleasing others. Because mm. I said, if I please you, then we won't have confrontation. Mm. And you know, I really dug deep. And I think it stems from, as a child, I, I, I saw my parents argue sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I just felt, oh my God, this is horrible. And I don't want to be the reason for this. And so I would be the people pleaser with my parents. And then that just became my default with everybody. But it was, but when, where was I pleasing myself? Mm. I wasn't doing justice to me. It's good to please other people, don't get me wrong, but not to the expense of your own health. Mm -hmm. And so I realized it's time to take this mask off. And you know, I talked about this organization with, about vulnerability. I was on a retreat and we all agreed to no judgment. And that's when at the age of, what it was, I was in my mid thirties, I took that mask off. You know, when you wear a mask for so long, it just feels like it's you. It's normal. Yeah, you, mm. you can't differentiate between your identity and the identity with the mask on. Mm. And so when I discovered who I was during those four days, I was, in, I was in heaven, it was amazing. And I knew one thing, I said, I don't wanna go back mm. to whoever that guy is. This is who I wanna remain. And I knew that was not gonna be an easy journey, but that's really where it all began. And so I realized that a lot of things in my life weren't that great actually, mm. including the work I was doing. And now I'm really focused on what brings me fulfillment. Because it's so important. So many people are trapped in this, right? They don't feel fulfilled in the life that they are currently in. They know that they've chosen it, mm. but they don't feel fulfilled in it. And they don't know what to do. It's that feeling of being trapped in it, right? What do you think are the first steps of getting out of something when you're feeling this trapped? You know, actually I was reading your book and one of the chapters uh, spoke about this where you know, a fear kicks in. You're so comfortable where you are, even though there are things that aren't good, you know what life is, good and the bad. Mm. However, when you start entering into these territories, which I was, for example, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And that's when I truly understood as well is that there's no gain without some pain initially. And that's okay because this fear is gonna kick in. Mm. And so I always tell people, you know, imagine yourself at the, uh, on a beach, you're afraid to go in the sea because you might think, oh, there's jellyfish in there, sharks. And so all this fear is kicking in. Forget going into the sea, deep sea. Just put one foot in the ocean. How does that feel? How are you doing? Just be aware of yourself. What's going on inside of you? And once you get comfortable with that, right? That's, that's what you had in your chapter. Then, then you take that next step. Mm. And the next thing you know, your feet are in the water, both feet. Maybe a few minutes later, you're, you're up to your knees. And then you're, you're all the way in and you're swimming in the ocean and you're fine. But the thought of jumping right in, it's, it's just too scary. And so I always tell people, take that first step and just understand what's going on. Because anything that sounds fearful, if you break it down into small enough pieces, the fear can be eliminated. Because you're like, yeah, I can handle that. This is a tiny enough step that it's no big deal.
<laughs> so you know it's this aspect of fear which is this huge thing how will i change my entire life mm-hmm. but there's also this aspect of like you were talking about vulnerability vulnerability is not spoken about at all in our world right like what is the essence of vulnerability according to you you know let me tell you what happens when you're not vulnerable mm-hmm. you have these emotions inside of you and you know through the coaching world we understand that emotions are energy in motion mm-hmm. and when you're not sharing when you're not letting it out we all know energy can't be created or destroyed it's only transferred but you've blocked it inside of you and that energy has nowhere to go and it's like water that has no in or outflow the water becomes stagnant yeah exactly mm. and it becomes stagnant and then what happens to all the life inside mm. it dies and so that's what you're doing you're you're slowly hurting and killing yourself now when you see from that perspective you start to think whoa why would i want to do that to me mm. I don't want to kill myself from inside. And again, that comes out in different health issues, right? You you start having skin problems, digestive problems, uh your emotions like when they do release, they're coming out a little too, too strong. That gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So here you have to have the ability to allow the energy to flow and not keep it stagnant inside your body because you are ultimately harming yourself. And so that's that what I was doing to me. A form of release. Yeah. In, in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you owe it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Now of course you'll also hear other perspectives where it's courageous. Mm. You know, I I met someone who just did a TEDx talk and she shared her vulnerabilities for the very first time. Mm. And she realized that her bravery, her courage to share resulted in the audience gaining some of that energy, right? We talk about it being transferred, gaining that energy and now they feel compelled that they should do something, make a change in their life based on what they just heard. So imagine that one incident where you just focus on you initially but when you are vulnerable it's not just about you you're also making an impact in the people around you. Mm. So that's I mean so many different reasons why it's only beneficial. Yeah, it can be contagious. You slowly slowly <laughs> start making more people vulnerable around you. If you enjoyed this episode I want you to do two things share it with three people one and make sure that you're subscribed we also have a youtube channel called the habit coach awesome 180 you can check out snippets there you can also follow ivm podcast on twitter instagram facebook linkedin and if you want to follow me i am at ashtin doc on twitter instagram and everywhere else you can also explore my books one habit a day the book of good habits for kids and change your habits change your life or if you prefer online courses they're all available on my website i am ashton doctor your habit coach